Welcome to the Elite Life with Trisha and Kylie. This is where we'll teach you how to develop grit, give yourself grace, and succeed in real estate. So let's dive in. What are you doing? I am sending Tracy messages about the renovation of our new second office. Say what? Elite Realty number two. Waterford, Michigan. Here we come. Here we come. I'm so excited. Well, welcome to another episode of Elite Life. I'm Kylie, and as always, by my side is the ever-lovely Trisha. Ooh, instead of gangster names, we're doing uh, accents. I like it. I mean, I got a whole trunk full. You're baby. so much better at them than me. I was talking about that with Dave one day. I'm is like, it because my Trisha, my Trisha impression is on point? Your Midwestern impression, <laughs> the Canadian impression. You're really good at it. So this episode is supposed to be a little bit more serious, um, but super necessary. So when Trisha pitched this idea to me uh, when we were going through, you know, writing our episodes out, coming up with ideas, I'm like, this is kind of this is kind of dark and sad. But um, it really got me thinking as I was reading your notes, like of all the stuff that is just uncovered, just loose ends everywhere. Yeah, and so I'd, I'd really love if you grabbed a pen and a piece of paper right now because we are going to give you action steps. Every single human on the planet needs a pen and a paper yeah. and needs to take notes for this episode because we all need to have these things in order. And none of us, no matter how organized you are, I, I bet once you listen to this, you're going to be like, yeah, I, I am missing at least three to ten of these. If not all of them. If not all of them. I'm on the all of them list. I'm on the big goose egg list here yeah yeah um what gave you the idea for this well you know we lost our papa a few weeks ago um time goes fast was it a few weeks it might have even been a month ago now um but you know going through the funeral and the memorial really just got me thinking um because when tragedy happens, you realize like how many things you don't have in order. Um, a big moment when I realized some of these things was when my sister-in-law, Nicole, she was 32 years old and she had a stroke. Um, my brother was going to work. All of a sudden he heard a big bang and he went in and there was his wife laying on the floor having a stroke and they had to airlift her to the hospital. It was super crazy, um, super scary. long story, very scary. But she ended up being in the hospital um, for over a year. So Mm -hmm. she ended up having 12 brain surgeries, a spinal surgery. She was in a coma for months and months. Um, And what that brought to light for me very clearly in all of our family was, especially when you're young, you have nothing in order. You don't have a power of attorney. You don't have a medical directive. You don't have any of these things. Um, you don't even, like, my brother didn't even know how to, like, you know, what bills they had, how, what, where, how to open her bank account, like, all of these things that weren't in order because you don't think about them when you're young. You, right. You just don't. You're like, oh, I'm not old. I don't need to do these things. Um, but every single time, like, and. I've we've I've lost a lot of people in my life and every time it's always me that's heading up getting things in order whether it be the funeral whether it be taking care of things when the person's in the hospital and what I always realize is no matter how young or old you are you don't have your things in a row and when you're gone 
they're still here. And it is really hard to bring those things together when you're in the middle of grief. I have a great gift of being able to take all my feelings. I'm a stuffer. I don't know if that's a great gift, but... Just just stuff it down inside. Yes. I stuff everything inside and I go into like taking care of stuff mode. Um, But not everybody is like that. And you may not have somebody in your family who's like that. So we're going to give you... You might be the Trisha in your family. Yeah. We're going to give you a list of things so that you can have things in order so that if something happens to you, your significant other, your friends, your family, your children, like everything is in order so that it's not chaos, that things things are okay for the people that are still here. Yeah. And I mean, the first one on your list is list of bills to pay and how to pay them. And at my house because I'm a control freak. Um, I pay the bills. I know all the logins. I know all of the websites. I know how much money's in the bank account. Like I know when the auto draws come out. And um, if I were to pass away on the way home or even go into the hospital and not be able to communicate, like my husband wouldn't, wouldn't know yeah. what, you know, not that he couldn't figure it out, but like he would probably be really stressed out with his wife. <laughs> being, right. And, and and so that's why um, I'm glad you brought this up because I guess I wasn't big zero because I do have um, I do have everything written out in a spreadsheet. But does he know where that spreadsheet is? Yeah, it's on our desktop and okay. it says important crap. so that's important a list of bills and how to pay them because when we went through with with nicole and jacob and i know nicole listens to to our podcast what's up girl to nicole we love you we love you um and when we went through this he didn't know he didn't have a list of bills um because this wasn't something they were thinking about but like you said you could walk out tomorrow and a drunk driver could kill you in the middle of the road you just never know and you don't want to be in a hospital in a coma and your husband needs to handle you and your children and all of these other things and then you don't want to get out of the house hospital and your house is in foreclosure and your lights are off and everything like that's not that's just going to make things worse so have a list of bills to pay how to pay them and a password list a password list is so important and it's super important that you update it often because (laughs) I have a password list but guess what tons of the passwords on there are irrelevant And that's the thing, like, I've done some of these things, but as time goes by, things change. They want you to change your password. They want you to change your password. You get different bills. We've moved. We're three mortgages later since the last time I updated it. So even for myself, I was like, crap, I need to sit down and make a new list of bills to pay and how to pay them and a password list because I don't have that. Because the other thing, too, is like if you're the other person, if you're not the one that pays the bills and keeps track of that and maybe not everybody has, you know, consistent communication on that. Sorry. Um there's stuff that you wouldn't even think of. So like my husband, Ryan, he'd be like, all right, I get the rent, you know, utilities, phone bills, water bill, all of that. But like there's medical bills, there's there's auto draws, there's stuff that doesn't come to the house, you know? Yeah. And then what if he goes to get groceries and realizes your bank account is negative $5,000 because he didn't know those auto draws came out, right? He didn't know you had a Walmart credit card that you charge stuff on that needs to be paid. And then what if it ruins your credit while you're in a coma and then you come out, your credit's ruined, you have no money, like it's going to make it worse. So make sure you have the list of bills to pay, how to pay them, your password list. Um, The next thing is really important as well, which is a power of attorney. And you need to understand 
understand that with a power of attorney, there's different versions of powers of attorney. So you can have a power of attorney regarding your health. You can have a power of attorney regarding your real estate. Um, I mentioned when your children turn 18, because this isn't something I thought about, have a power of attorney for them because like Trent's now 18. He needs to make all of his doctor's appointments and all of this stuff himself because of HIPAA. I can't call and do any of that. So if something happens to him and he's unable to do those things, I need to be able to call and be like, I want to pay his visa. I want to do this. I want to do that. So not only on like your significant others, but if you have children or you even have maybe maybe your parents, one of your parents passed away and there's only one other parent, make sure you have a power of attorney for them, right? So make sure that the people in your life have these things in order. Make sure you pass this list on to them. And it doesn't have to be a general power of attorney. Like I don't have to give Kylie rights over everything. She may not be good at, you're good at real estate, but let's say you're not. Say you're not good at real estate. Maybe I need to give that power of attorney to my sister Nikki and she will figure out how to sell my house. But I want you to figure out my medical decisions, right? And so you can have different ones for different people in your life that you think will make better decisions. Uh, I will keep you alive forever. They well, can cryogenically freeze you. I will just keep you alive forever. That's why you also need a medical directive. That's <laughs> the next thing on my list is a medical directive because you may think that your husband knows what to do with you but like Dave will keep me alive forever Dave <laughs> loves I the don't want to be a brain in a jar of water <laughs> so I uh, you need to make sure you have a medical directive so people know when something happens to you do you want to be resuscitated do you want you know I don't want anybody to have to change my diapers later in life and I don't want there to be any way in the world that that happens to me that's how I feel that's not how everybody feels so I have a very spe- specific medical medical directa directive medical directive um and I thought of this one as well I want you to think about this if you are not married like um for example um I'm not going to give the example, but for example, let's say you you are somebody who is divorced. You decided you didn't want to get married, but you've been living with someone for 15 years, right? So right. you and this person live together. You've been together for years and years and years. So you're basically married. But I don't think Michigan recognizes common law marriage. No. And when you're in the hospital, right? If you're in the hospital, all of a sudden, so actually I'll just give the example. So my mom and my mom and I, because I always am like, I don't want to call him her boyfriend because they're older, right? So my mom and the man that she's been with for a long, long That's time. Her she's fella. not married to her fella that's a great a great one my mom and her fella um they were in the hospital and he had congestive heart failure and so his children came to the hospital and they're like you know we will make decisions for him and my mom she's not his legal wife so you know there's a confrontation there, right? So if you have somebody that you treat like your significant other, you want to make sure that they have the ability to be your medical directive and your power of attorney if something happens so that there aren't arguments and fights in the waiting room of a hospital because this person's grown-up kids feel like they should have the right to say and you feel like you should have the right to say or maybe they have a parent that feels like they should have the right to say and who's to say who is right or wrong, right? That should be my choice if Dave makes decisions, Trent makes decisions, or you make decisions, right? So make sure that's clearly laid out, especially if it's a boyfriend-girlfriend situation or a girlfriend-girlfriend situation or whatever your situation is. Make sure everybody knows who is deciding these decisions for you. 
Um, and the next thing on my list is not medical. It's your banking info. So I found out about this um one thing I did was after my stepdad Roy passed away, I put together what's called a trust. A trust is very important. Um, if you have a business, a home, you know, more than say like two things that matter that need to move on. Um, so I set up a trust. And when you set up a trust, you will find out that there is a thing you can do with your bank account that said, that's called a POD, which means paid on death. So whoever's going to deal with your stuff when you're gone needs to know where your bank is and your bank needs to have a POD if you don't have a joint account with somebody else. So all of my business accounts are only in my name, right? So I had to put paid on death to my trust so that then my trust decides how everything is handled. So in my trust, it gives allotment. Like when I had Nikki living with me, my sister used to live with me when she was younger. I had money allotted for if I passed away, Nikki gets this month much every month. Trent gets this much every month. This is what happens with my business. Either, you know, give it to Andy or sell it or this or this. This is what happens with my house, right? This is what happens with this. This is what happens with that. And you're allowed to get very intricate with the details. And I never had thought about this before, but for example, say say you have a significant amount, right? Like say you have a million dollars that somebody's going to get when you pass away. Say that somebody is Trent and he's 19 and all of a sudden he has a million dollars. Guess what? He may be tempted to make stupid choices, right? Oh, you're saying you shouldn't give 18 and 19-year-old kids obnoxious sums of money? Right. And oh. then something else I didn't think about was my attorney was like, listen, you need to put a portion out now and then like a portion when he's in his 20s, but then you also need to put something in there that if he gets married and then gets divorced, his ex-wife can't get any of his trust money. I would have never thought of that. I would have never thought of that. So he's like, make sure you have amounts coming out at various times in his life, even 20s, 30s, 40s, because if he were to get married multiple times, those multiple ex-wives could try to go for his trust funds, and then he doesn't have anything, and you didn't do all that work for some other random girl to get all of your stuff, right? Right. Yeah, so... Have Let a those pay- heifers go gray somewhere else. <laughs> right. So setting up a trust is truly the very best way to do it, but not everybody has the funds to sit with an attorney and write up a trust. I will tell you the first trust that I wrote up, it only cost me $1,000 to get it wrote up. So there is a great attorney. His name's George Shea. He works out of Livonia. He wrote up my first trust. Now, this was back in 2000 and something early, so I don't know what his prices are now, but he was very, very affordable, and he took care of it, and he helped me to think about a lot of different scenarios that I wouldn't have thought of. On your own, yeah. Yes, and when you you write up a trust, everything has to be followed exactly how it is. And one of the things that I learned about when I wrote up that trust is your house. So if you just have a will, it doesn't matter what your will says for what will happen to your house. If you don't have a trust, when you die, your house goes to probate. The only way I want to talk about real estate, because this is really, really important. If you own a house, I want you to listen to it. If you own a house and you own it, say, with your husband, that needs to be vested as John and Tammy, joint tenants with full rights of survivorship. You must have full rights of survivorship. If you own a house with anybody else, it must say joint tenants with full rights of survivorship, or that house is going to probate. If you write up a will, guess what? 
your house is still going to probate. The only way for your house not to go to probate is if you are titled with somebody else as joint tenants with full rights of survivorship, not just joint tenants. It has to say with full rights of survivorship. Or if it's in a trust and you've executed what is called a ladybird deed. That makes it so that upon death, that home will transfer to whoever that ladybird deed is. Be it, you know, like for my mom's house, it's my great grandma's generational house. So they set up a ladybird deed for it to transfer to my brother, right? Otherwise, it goes to probate. And what happens when people pass away? A lot of times people get crazy and everybody wants to fight about stupid stuff because uh. they're emotional. And I'm saying, it's my house, Kylie. And you're saying, no, it's it's my house, Trisha. And we're sitting here arguing over something that isn't neither of ours, right? It's the person who passed away. Neither of us have rights to anything at all. But because you're in your emotions and you're in your feels, crazy things happen. And what happens is then that creates chaos. And now we're not talking to each other. And now we hate each other. And that is not what our grandpa would want is all of us fighting over a house, right? Or, Or whatever. So make sure if you own a home right now, you write this down. And today, you check your title in your deed and it has full rights of survivorship. And if it does not, or if you're on it by yourself, you get a ladybird deed set up so that when you pass away, that house does not have to go to probate. Because if it goes to probate, it has to go through the whole probate situation. It takes a long time and a will does not stop that. Most people think if they make a will, then whatever it says in there, that's what's going to happen. And it does not. And furthermore, if you have a mortgage on the property, you must leave an authorization for people to call whoever is the person you want to handle your business. You have to leave a signed authorization for that person to call or put one on file with your mortgage company, or they will not let anybody call about your mortgage, even if you're deceased. So if you passed away today, Kylie, and I tried to call and get your mortgage payoff, they're not going to give it to me, even though you've passed away. I have to have a signed authorization to be able to call on your account. So you need to make sure that banking, you have a POD, a paid on death clause. For your home, joint tenants, full rights of survivorship, or a ladybird deed. Your mortgage, you must have a signed authorization for somebody to call and talk on your behalf to be able to get it paid off or get it handled or get it transferred or get it sold or whatever needs to happen. There are no exceptions to this, guys. I have went through it time and time again. These are the laws. Now, I want to tell you about... Um, this is what I did. When Nicole went into her um, coma, I was able to go on rocketlawyer.com. So if you have no money, you can set up a lot of these things. Rocketlawyer.com, you can set up a free account. I didn't realize when I was doing the notes for this, my my stuff is still in there from back nice. in 2017 when I did this or 2015, whenever it was. Nice. Um, I went in there on rocketlawyer.com and you can set up a free account and it'll let you make um, your POA your medical directive, your will. And it is good to still make a will because then you're able to say who gets the little things. Like John gets my hat collection. Tracy gets my diamond wedding ring. Sam gets my earrings. That way they're not fighting again over stupid little things. So do do a will. You can do your POA. You can do your medical directive. You can do your HIPAA release. Um, You can do a lot of the things on there. The only thing you can't do is change your title work. That obviously you have to do with a title company. Call Epic Title. Um, We'll drop that in the notes. Um, But 
check out rocketlawyer.com because if you have zero dollars, you can still get these things done and get them in order. So you can awesome. do that POA and all of those things. Um, and then the last couple things I'm going to go through quickly. Loved le- Put some letters together for the people you love. There might be some people that think you think some sort of way and you don't. So make sure if you're not someone in who voices your feelings, tell your kids you love them. Tell them you're proud of them. Tell your spouse you love them. Tell them you're proud of them whatever, make sure you write some letters to the people you love, okay? Make sure you lay out some funeral arrangements. You want to be cremated, make sure you put it out there. Me, I don't want you to spend $1 on my funeral. This is this is it, guys. Don't She's spend a dollar on me. Burn me, put me in a box, go have a party in the park, enjoy your day, okay? Enjoy I don't want any money spent. She's like, I'm not here box. no more. I'm not. No, no. Um, Make sure you have arrangements for your kids, for elderly, if you take care of elderly, and your animals. Make sure somebody's going to take care of your pets when you're gone. Um, I didn't think about that. Yeah, yeah, because that's a big thing, right? If you have a dog and you you live alone, who's going to take care of your dog, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Make sure, like, and I don't want people to spend money on flowers. Like, take that money and donate it somewhere, right? We're going to go have dinner. Yeah, go have dinner. That's fine. Don't don't (laughs) send flowers that will die. Um, Secure your digital assets. So we talked about online banking, but your investments, your social media accounts, like if you are an influencer or you're someone who's big on um, Facebook, Instagram, stuff like that, you can, there is actual parts in Facebook where you can give a legacy account and have somebody take those over for you. Um, That's helpful because, you know, all of a sudden uh, some friends from high school might go on there and they they get the news. You know, it's not always the best way, but at least you have somebody that's going to secure your digital assets, your websites, if you're a blogger, things like that. Yeah. Um, make sure somebody knows where all this stuff is. Again, I know this is a hard conversation to have, but it's better to have it and everybody knows that way when something happens, it's easier. And that's another thing that made me think about this. Grandpa, Papa, he had everything in order, so it was easy. Nobody was stressed. Nobody was no. fighting. Like, it, we were able to grieve, love on each other, and move on right right? and know everything everything's taken care of and he was able to move on because he knew everybody was taken care of so and he was that I think that was a big part of it knowing that he had everything in order and but not everybody gets time yeah not everybody gets time so, so this get your is your poop time. in a group. Yes. There it is. Get your poop in a group. So. And keep it all current and updated. Every time you move, you downsize, you upsize. There she goes with updated. the auditing again. Aww. Better audit. Well, thank you so much for dropping all of that on us. Um, I'm definitely taking these notes home, and I'm going to put them in Ryan's hands because I don't want to do any of this stuff. But It has to be done. I know. It's got to be done. It's got to be done. And it has to be done in the next, like, 48, 72 hours, or you're going to forget about it. So FYI, if Ryan and I both go in a plane crash on the way to Alaska to hunt grizzly bears you get my kids I'm so excited (laughs) you have to share them with my mom I will love them up and share them with the family my my girls were like well what happens if so if you and daddy die like we're gonna go live with Mimi right and I'm like well Mimi might not be at a a spot in her life she she's a grandma she's gonna want to be a grandma um and then I threatened to to send them to Ryan's best friend Phil who is ex-marine like <laughs> like he was in the or he was ex-military I mean he was like the military police and he's very no nonsense get those corners clean yeah very much so and they're like and then I'm like, I'm just kidding. We'll send you to live with Auntie Cousin Trish. So just know that. They that were was super the best excited. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope that this um, wasn't just another list of crap for you to do. Like, 
really sink into this. Go back, make the notes. I think we'll even just put, we're going to put this running list in the notes. That way you could just copy it. You can print it. You can make it a checklist and you can start doing the things just to make sure you love the people you're going to leave behind. Listen, we all going to die. 100% of people who breathe air will die. So as morbid as that is, um, just think of all the people. You ain't going to worry about it. You be gone. Think of all the people who love you and who you love so much and what they're going to be going through um, having lost someone that they love so much. So make it easy on everybody. Don't be a jerk and get the crap done. And as always, go ahead, like, share. Make sure you share this because... Please share this, please. People need to know this stuff. It's important. Um, Subscribe so you get our goodness all the time. We promise to have more laughs and fun stuff next week, but, you know, we want to make sure you're prepared for life and you're taking care of the people you love. Yeah, we love you all. Come back next week for more Elite Life. Bye. We thank you so much for joining us today on the Elite Live with Trish and Kylie. Be sure to share the episode with a friend so we can continue bringing you more great tips on grit, grace, and real estate. You can also connect with us on Instagram, Facebook. We hope the ideas we share continue to help you build an empire and leave a legacy.